Audio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden, midfield dynamo and average actor, Chris Toll, target man, suspicious character, and. Welcome to Football Daft, the daftest Scottish football podcast around. And let's welcome the team. First, a man who forgot to put his all-time favourite Celtic player <laughs> and his all-time favourite Celtic dream eleven. So it's so Chris Toll. I'm so so sorry, Nakamura-san. I cannot believe I forgot it. I forgot Nakamura. Me, I don't. I just. And what? What? You're screaming at me. Left, mid, left, mid, left, mid. I know. And I, oh, I know. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I've got a question for you. Where's Grado? We can't confirm at this time. <laughs> All we can confirm is he's no fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man. I tell you what, we're going in over our heel grips tonight, my man. We're going in over our heel grips tonight. <laughs> to be fair to the big chap, well, no. Do you know what? I'm not going to be fair to him. Right. Well, I might be a wee bit, right? He's got his wrestling show coming up and all yeah. that. He's doing Scott Squad, right? Mm-hmm. I'm doing River City. Yep. I've got two wins. Yep. You've got. Uh, you've got, got a boy. boy. I've got a. You're I've got busy. A shoot job. That you're doing. And you're doing squad squad or not? Night shifts. Aye. 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 Night, night shifts. shifts night yeah. shifts. And he's not here. So. To put it. Aye. Fuck him. Fuck him. Aye, fuck I'm not happy. Fuck I'm not happy. Here. He's not here. But what can we do? At least we know what we're talking about. Aye. We know what we're talking you about. We know what we're talking about football. And this week on the show, it's. Podcast v podcast. Oh, I'm waiting for this, right. Stevie boy. Ahead of the weekend's all for him as Rangers heart and hand go up against Celtic. Twenty minute times. That'll be interesting. Huh? It will be. It'll be. Right, it'll be good. Uh, I think it's got potential for sparks and fireworks, <laughs> man. It will be, mate. We're four days out for a, a Glasgow derby. I know. It's got. Get, we might need to split. We might need to split these two guys up. We've got they're calling it an epidemic now, the coronavirus. We've mm. got that going on. We've Aye. got games getting cancelled. Exactly. We've got an old forum game coming up. Oh, We've got heart and hand v twenty minute times. Grado's no show. He's he's been a clever man tonight. No showing up. You're right. Aye, it's no often Grado's the cleverest one in a room. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's the never. cleverest one no in a room today. <laughs> <laughs> so even though Grado isn't here in person, we need to hook up him at some point Aye. to see if he's been able to track down St Mirren cult hero Junior Mendes for the Legends Lottery. I'm not going to hold my breath in that one, Grado, but we'll soon find out. Plus your chance to win free beer and looking at some of the funniest things overheard at the football on the big question and the big talking points from this week in Scottish football. But before we get started, a couple of things we need to catch up from from last week. From the mailbag, Darren McFarlane sent us an article. Jerry Pellini. Aye, Jerry Pellini. Mm-hmm. Talking about Jerry Pellini. Kawinning Rangers to prove that the man is no a myth. We need to get him on the show. We need to do it one week where Grado does not come in. Aye. Can you imagine it? Could you imagine if we get Jerry Pellini in the night? He'd have cancelled his wrestling show. Imagine. That imagine, would be so funny, man. Imagine, it? like, I don't know, like one of the 20 minute Tim's or something was pals with Jerry Pellini. Aye, well, I'll tell you. Your mate is alright. See, my mate is going to sit in the. Mo- oh, bring your mate up. Who is your mate? Oh, hold on, Jerry. Jerry, it's Jerry Pellini. <laughs> Sending Grado a selfie, me, you, the two potters, and Jerry Pellini. Could you imagine it, man? Oh my God, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Could you imagine how gutted he would be? 
Do you know what the best part is? Too, I, I think I might have a contact at the bus now. Aye. So it's aye. it's it's possible. Aye. Really? It's possible. Aye. Right, Chris. Yes. Let's get back this dream team chat. Right. Aye. Get a lot of people. I've seen a lot of things on Twitter. Right. Can mm. you talk me through through your thought process where you looked at the left side of your midfield and you forgot about? Do you know what Nakamura? I, I think it's just. Did you know rate Nakamura? <laughs> <laughs> what I mean. For for a guy who is like he's done quite a lot in the game and especially at Celtic and all that. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, right, you no, I'm not talking about right, no, so you. You've done fuck all in the game. You <laughs> don't put that in your dream team. Listen, I've not had any abuse for Rangers fans. I'm doing fine in the game. <laughs> <laughs> right, pal. <laughs> no, but you, you're, you're sitting there, you're going through it, and I know you're hot out with Scott Sinclair. Do you know what? I've I've answered that question a hundred times. So it's my my favourite Celtic eleven, and mm-hmm. every single time I forget somebody brilliant. Every single time. And last week it just so happened to be one of my favourite other players, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's a red neck, isn't it? Right, Imagine Nakamura caught one day. He'd never speak to me again. No, I think it was it'll be in the, in the news soon, I think, mate. I think he's probably heard about <laughs> Thank it. Thank God Johnny. for the coronavirus. That's all I'll say. But we had, we had some people that tweeted in and stuff talking about the Dream Team. Yeah. And uh, David Macaloni, Macaloni, Macaloni says, "Imagine supporting a team with your name, your greatest eleven, and you have Scott Sinclair in it. I mean, Scott fucking Sinclair. Great podcast, though, trips." (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen. See if I hadn't mentioned Scott Sinclair, it would have been a shite podcast last week. (laughs) (laughs) No, but listen. Like I say, Scott Sinclair was fresh in my memory, and. Somebody actually pointed out to me, he, he sent me the stats between Scott Sinclair and Brian Lauder. Mm-hmm. And Scott Sinclair's stats for his time in Scottish football right. for about the same length of time. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not the same era. Mm-hmm. Lauder's playing against better. Right. Is Lauder playing against better players, actually? He said it was shite back in the day, <sighs> weren't he? Was Tommy Burns not the manager when Brian Lauder was there? Did you not have a good team then? Did you know like yeah, George Cadet, Pierre Van Hoydonk, De Canio? I bet like Are they no good players? He was playing against Rico and right, and right, Josh so, McKinley He's a break Right so on Football Daft this week Well on Football Daft last week uh, Chris Toll tried to put Scott Sinclair in his dream team Forgot about Nakamura And now this week Chris Toll's trying to tell me That Scott Sinclair's a better fucking player than I Brian Lauder Wait a fucking minute Absolutely wait. Fucking grinding my wait. gears with this Scott Sinclair Are you good minute, pals with Scott Sinclair or something? Listen, see if I was good pals with Let's Scott Sinclair Let's see your contacts and your phone And you always talk to him on the phone or something He's not, he's not the most famous person I've got on my phone but he's, <laughs> he's close he's, he's close producer to producer Johnny a fucking diva in this fucking studio now come on Listen, uh, I feel like do you, do you remember that Walter Smith and Archie Knox interview with Chick Young right. that's what I feel you try to tell me Scott Sinclair's a better fucking player than Brian Lauder no listen at no point did I say it's Scott Sinclair you were hinting at it no I said his stats were better than no, Brian Lauder no I we are smiling your face because his stats were better than Brian Lauder Scott Sinclair was playing he, he, Mate, what? you can't compare the quality of football when Loudrop was at Rangers, even like Celtic. The quality mm-hmm. of player then, squads, was right. by far better than what it is now. Nah, Come on. Scottish football. Scottish was football better. was getting money pumped into it left, right, and centre. Remember Sky, Sky used to Sky. use money? Exactly. Exactly. Arseholes. Right, so just for the record, Loudrop's a far superior player than Scott Sinclair, right? Yeah, not. He still can't admit it. Not according to the stats, Stephen. We'll just we'll say it that way, alright, pal. Oh, fuck hey, let's move on. So, uh, Ian Fraser was disappointed. Fucking, what's his name? Fucking Joe. What's the guy you go? Opta stats, boy. Joe Tartalano. I nearly called him. Who do you think it was that sent me the fucking end? 
Joey's like, listen to me, man. I was listening to you. You need to, you need to nip this in the bud right now. He's saying he's doing night shift. He's doing night shift at fucking Opta. Aye, right? me, me and Joe watching Chilean Fifth Division. <laughs> Joe, days a favour. Look up Loud Rope for the 90s and give me Scotsland Christ. Aye, but Joe, make sure it's not the good Loud Rope. Make sure it's the one that played for Rangers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as you can probably tell, there's a Celtic Rangers game coming up at the weekend here, so this will be a wee bit more old film centric than than the most than the recent ones. So, <laughs> right, Ian Fraser was disappointed in the lack of Aberdeen Dream Eleven last last week, so he sent this one in. Aberdeen four four two manager Alex Ferguson, Sir with, Alex Ferguson goes Come without on. goes without saying. Brilliant uh, goalkeeper Jim Layton, right back Stuart McKimmy, oh. left back David Robertson, oh. centre back Alec McLeish. Centre back Willie Miller, right mid Gordon Strachan, <laughs> left mid Peter Weir, centre mid Jim Bett, centre mid Ian Jess, centre forward Duncan Shearer, and centre forward Hans Hillhouse. And oh, that's that a team, team. would that's... be anybody a game. That, that's the Aberdeen team essentially from when I was growing up. Scott Sinclair when they get into that team. I don't know. Left, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. Left mid's Peter Weir. What are I loving that is By though? By the way, that's a side. That really is a side. That's like a pure... That's Scottish football legends there, isn't it? A lot of them. Hansi Wouse, mate. I know. Overhead kick machine. Stuart McKimmy, Davey Robertson, McLeish, Wally Mullet, Stratton, Jim Bett, Ian Jess. Wow, that is, that is a good team. That's a phenomenal Aye. side. David Smith has named his St Mirren team manager Danny Lennon, goalkeeper Vlad Vlad Hardy. We'll just say Vlad Hardy. Vlad Vlad Clav Hadley. <laughs> right back we've got Paul Dummett, left back David Vincent, centre back Norrie McWhitter, centre back. Kirk Broadfoot, I don't know about that. Left mid, Lewis Morgan. Right mid, Gary Teal. Centre mid, Andy Dorman. Centre mid, John McGinn. Striker, Stephen Thompson. And Gonzalez up front, I know. That's a good side, That's a decent side. Yeah, that's a good side. Not sure about Kirk Broadfoot at the centre of your uh, defence, no. but you know what I mean? I'm not sure. <laughs> Big Nori. Nori was a player, wasn't Aye, he? Nori was a player. Right, so we've got Daniel Ottaviano. Um, he asks, is, does Scotland throw Griffiths right into the squad? He's technically the most informed Scottish striker just now. What do you reckon? 100%. Aye? Aye, 100%. Listen, like you said last week, man, if they're, if they're on form... If Aye. If you, I think all these people that overthink these things... I was arguing with somebody on Twitter the day about Billy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Like, you overthink these things. If you see, see he's a Scotland match, see he's an international manager. Yes. Surely your job has got to be whatever players are in form for their club play for their country. Am I right? Aye, 100%. So Lee Griffiths is go to go in. Do you know what? That's why England suffered. <coughs> mm-hmm. That's why England suffered because England pick players on reputation a lot mm-hmm. of the time and a lot of them are only on form. You know, Wayne Rooney could, wasn't kicking his own ass no, for a long time no, coming to the end of these no. England. But down there, the Eagles and all that, it's got to be the names. It's but that's what I mean. It's, it's not, it's not I mean. right. But the thing is, like, who else are you going to play up front for Scotland? Do you know what? See, just for his dead ball ability, I'd have Griffiths in there as well, man. I don't, they I, two I don't. goals against England. You know, Leg- I mean, it's like legendary stuff for Scotland exactly. that day, two or three kicks. It exactly. big time was yeah. big time, but I would say right now, Lee Griffiths is probably the most aye, he's the most informed striker Scotland have got. So, I don't I think it's a no brainer. You aye. play him definitely. So, if you've got any random football banter for us, please get on the Twitter at Football Daft Pod, Football Daft Podcast on Instagram, and just search for Football Daft on Facebook. 
Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Stevie. What? I was watching the telly the other night. Right. Right. And his producer John will tell you I'm not a great River City fan. Right. I, I like River City, mm-hmm. but I don't. I wouldn't go out my way to watch it, I'll be yeah. honest with you, mate. Right. But I was flicking through. Honestly, the best policy in I friendship. Was, I was flicking through the channels the other night and I seen that there was a car crash on right. River City, aye? Mm-hmm. Now, you're obviously dubbed up. You're no well. You're in the hospital mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. Stabbed. Been look, stabbed. Looked like a tea bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? But, Handsome tea bag. Aye. So, if there is uh, such so a this, this car crash, do you know if they spoke to G4 claims? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if they did, but. If I was them, mm-hmm. that's the first person I'd have phoned. I'll tell you for why. Why? If you've been in a road traffic accident and you're not at fault, G4 claims can make it easy for you. They'll provide you with a complete accident management support you require. They'll recover their costs from the at-fault party. Sort out a like-for-like vehicle replacement and they'll also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and return to you. Should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, they'll recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big fat cheque for it. And best of all, it won't cost you a penny as they charge the app fault insurance direct. G4 claims don't cold call, they don't buy data, and once you've processed your claim, your insurance will remain unscathed. The best thing is, Nicole and the team over there won't take your case if they don't think they can help. So if you've been in a road traffic accident or know someone that has, get on to G4 claims on 01698 that's 01698-767-172. Get them at claim.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, not at fault claims made easy. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698-767-172. So uh, we've got a couple of talking points this week, Stevie, because... Daft Arse isn't here ah. Normally we would have three But we've only got two this week We could just do it with normal day And have three It's usually us two Come up with three anyway He <laughs> comes up with fucking shit <laughs> You see him his one What about Effie Ambrose Yeah brilliant <laughs> <laughs> That was one he's better with <laughs> So listen The first one for me um, I think we need to talk about it man We but. kind of skirted around the, the story last week But Coronavirus is scudding football now, isn't it, man? It's went to a whole new level now. It really has. I mean, Roma have been told they can't travel mm-hmm. for the Europa League game. Mm-hmm. So what happens there? Is that an automatic 3-0 <coughs> defeat? I don't know. It's they were talk, There was talk today, they were saying mm. they were going to postpone all the Europa League games for tomorrow night, but I don't right. see that happening now. Right, can't can't do that. There's people travelling exactly. through Germany over here and all that. But I don't know. I mean... Italy alone have cancelled they're obviously in lockdown and they've Aye. all their, their Serie A fixtures are completely kaput now aren't oh, they bonkers, so I don't know I mean day they get a 3-0 is it, is it 3 nil defeat I don't know what they do it's, it's madness I'd, what, what do you do though? What, what do you do there's talk in Italy that they're going to do a championship playoff mm-hmm. right, where the top four go into a playoff tournament mm-hmm. a Europe uh, Obviously, that will gain their Champions League spots as well. Mm-hmm. UEFA Cup or Europa League playoff mm-hmm. and a relegation playoff, right? Now, it's... <laughs> for, it, what? They're talking about cancelling Euro 2020 as well. I know. I would, the way I look at it now, it could really benefit Rangers 
I wouldn't mind the game getting called after this weekend to be honest imagine, imagine they just imagine they played it behind closed doors I would say if it does come to that they just have a bounce game at the Hummel training centre and we just see what <laughs> see who turns up <laughs> just see who turns up in all seriousness but it is, it's getting to the point it's getting mm-hmm. I think a lot of the mentality in our country was kind of Oh, it's, it's happening elsewhere it's, but I think you need to start it's, it's starting to affect the world I know, really, I know. It's, do you know it's, I'm kind of in the camp where I think if it's been announced more people have died for the flu mm-hmm. so if you look at it in the grand scheme of things no doubt it's going to affect a lot of people but I don't I'm no I'm no no shaking hands I'm no you know doing the fucking, elbow the elbow pump oh, yet fuck up no, no, no I mean listen to when these boys come in, if I if I go to shake their hand and they try to fist bump me, they're getting fist bumped right to the fucking jaw. <laughs> Fair play, Chris. Right, my big talking point this week, right, I've been getting a wee bit, wee bit passionate about this. Mm-hmm. Billy Gilmore. Billy right? Gilmore. I just think, I watched him on Sunday. Aye. He was, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. He's, he does. He's brilliant, isn't he? And I watched him really carefully. I think one... One pass went astray, the full game. You get man of the match again. You get man of the match against Liverpool the game before that. Mm-hmm. The wee guy just looks like he's fearless. He's technically superb. Do you know what he is? He's playing like a, a kid. He is. He's just, I think a lot of professionals forget how to do that. Aye, aye. I agree, you know? I agree. But the whole Scotland thing as well. Mm-hmm. Now, how's he you know, just getting automatically flung right into that squad? Like you say, is if he's... If he's Good enough, he's old enough Aye. for me. I think he should be in the squad purely for the experience of being in the squad, whether they play him or not, but I do think that he should play as well. But mm-hmm. that, that then brings us back. John McGinn's injured now, right? So if you're mm-hmm. only three in the middle, mm-hmm. for me it's it's uh, McTominay, Gilmore and, and McGregor. No, no, or Christy, uh, Gilmore and McGregor. Stuart Armstrong. Stuart Armstrong. Well. He's been playing well. But John Flake. Uh, Flex having a great Flex definitely in fact Flex turning up down there this season uh-huh. but the thing is right uh, some of these some people have been talking talking but on Twitter about it and they're saying we put too much pressure on players coming through right mm-hmm. we expect too much of them it might be too much for them I'm like ah, mate Scotland game's not going to be as much pressure as a Champions <laughs> in the Champions League <laughs> he's, he's, he's turning up kicking about with Steve Clark and bloody Callum McGregor, he's just rubbed shoulders and took the absolute piss right out of Fabinho. He's, he's playing with All-Stars. I know. He's playing with All-Stars. He's destroying All-Stars. He's, he's playing with All-Stars. Aye. He's playing against All-Stars. Aye. Exactly. And you know what? He trains every single day with All-Stars. So putting him in at the deep end, I, I genuinely feel this kid's got... He's, he's got it. He's got it he's, all. I, he's think, to I think he's going to be... If he keeps going the way he's going... I, I, don't like getting too excited about mm-hmm. Scottish players. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in the past. I'm going back to Steve Fulton. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Play, seriously, players like that. Mm-hmm. And and see if there's too much hype and hysteria and he doesn't kick on straight away, mm-hmm. then the fans can I get on top of him and I just don't want to see that happening in this boy. I but just can't wait till his career's coming to an end and he comes back to Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you, you might not still be here at that point. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> Fucking shots fired, man. It's old firm week, right enough, isn't anyway, it? Anyway, anyway. Fucking hell. Sorry, getting back, to, getting back to the point, right? I uh, we went a wee bit fucking off-road there, sorry, didn't we? Sorry, I apologise, Stephen. I've, I've, made a body a per- blow. I've made a personal attack on you there, my friend, and I do apologise. Because it's one-on-one tonight, you fancy your chances, you prick? I don't know, I <laughs> Fuck, I'm not messing with Benny Lynch. <laughs> right, so listen. I'm getting to the later years. I'm, I'm like fucking De Niro in the raging building now, man. <laughs> no, listen, getting back to Billy Gilmore, did you see the Sky News thing today? Did, I was working all day today. Right. I've not seen it. Today, so man. I tweeted about it. Sky News reporter, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we're going to go to Hamden. I know what you're going to I did see We're your going tweet. to go to Hamden here. Um, <laughs> Scotland under-21s, why are we interested in this? Aye. We're interested because of Billy Gilmore. Hi. Right? Now, the that absolute, me, it's ridiculous. I've had a few folk coming back at me going, like, IBT had better coverage and stuff like that, but they didn't offer the money. See, for me... Sky don't raise the profile of Scottish football. BT did. Mm-hmm. BT raised the profile of Scottish football. They championed the, the, the sport for us, I felt. Do you remember the League Cup final? Nine hours, mate. How how amazing was that coverage? But nine it hours. Was amazing. From nine o'clock in the morning to six o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. That's unheardy. Aye, aye. Unheardy. It was like the old days, wasn't it? We were talking about a minute ago where Sky used to pump money into exactly. Scottish football. The way BT done that with the League Cup final mm. was unbelievable. It was, it was. It was. And it, it even just the... Like, I know, obviously, Chris Sutton will not be your favourite your favorite pundit, but Chris Sutton defends Scottish football to the hilt. He gets people talking. He's, like, he, he's good at what he does. He knows what he's doing. Aye, he knows, he knows what he's doing. But he does, he, big, he, he champions Scottish football. He, he, he really is. does. And he, he doesn't see when he's on that BT Sport mm-hmm. uh, live score thing on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. See if any of them have a go at it, mm-hmm. have a go at Scottish football. Aye. He leaves them without a name. And that's why I really enjoyed BT's coverage of Scottish football. And... I know we're getting away from the Billy Gilmore point there. I don't, maybe this is the third talking point, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, this is Gredos. It's, uh, he just texts me, this is what he wants to talk about. That's, that's what it is, aye. This just in from Graham Steveley. <laughs> Oof, de- you dead named him. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but genuinely, looking, looking at Billy's career, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what happens because I feel that he'll be at Chelsea for a while. He will. I, I think he will. I think they're looking at him as a new Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. And he's 18. I know. He can stay there to... I think he'll be there his early 20s at least. I think he'll be there 22, 23. And I, can, mm-hmm. I cannot see... I, I can see him going nowhere else apart from Real Barca. Seriously? I, on it. He's that good and I'm so excited. And what you're talking about there, people dissing Scottish football on that, mm-hmm. sometimes at the weekend I'll put a Super Sunday on if by chance I've got the house to myself for a change. Mm-hmm. I get Man bored with the game it's on. I get bored watching it. But see this wee guy, he's a breath of fresh air. See, watching him the other day, I didn't miss a minute or a kick of that, that game. I know what you mean. Honestly. Like player, there's, there's very few, few players that would make me tune into a game purely to watch them. Exactly, and he's, get, he's that good. Aye, and I think I, I think it's for the whole of Scottish football, it's it's excellent. He's like a... It's as if he's kind of lifting mm-hmm. the Scottish game up aye. as well, strangely. He doesn't even play in Scotland. And it's like he's been gave his chance and he's like, right, right, all right, just give me the ball. I'll do just do what I do. It's amazing for young players coming mm-hmm. through as aye. well. See, seeing somebody kicking on like that, mm-hmm. I just worry that it makes him want to move on for Scottish football too early. Well, you know, but shall see. Aye, we we'll shall see. see. We'll see. Football dafts. Big question. Football grounds can be the centre of some of the best comedy you hear and on this week's big question we want to know what's the funniest thing you've overheard at football. Stevie, hit me with it. One day I was going to the game, right? Aye. Jordan Young. All right. My mate Jordan, right? Shagger. 
Shackle. <laughs> You're familiar with him, aren't you? Yes. you know? Aye. Right, so we're going to the game, right? I can't remember what game it was, Rangers game. We're walking in. Usually get the odd person coming up, want to talk to you about River City, blah, blah, blah. Good laugh, having a bit of banter with the boys. There's this wee section up the back. Right. They're all shouting down, oh, Chelsea, oh, there's Alex, blah, blah, blah. The game's on. They start getting louder and louder. Then about maybe five minutes later, mm -hmm. they just all start singing. To Jordan, mm. you're just a shite Lenny Murdoch, oh. shite Lenny Murdoch, <laughs> you're just a shite Lenny Murdoch. But then our cunts are joining in. <laughs> Full stadium, you know what? Jordan's got a very right good tan, but it was, right. he, he was sunburned after him. I bet you. I don't think Jordan does well with shit no. like that, does he? <laughs> What about you? You heard any uh, whoppers? Others, my favourite one, and I've heard it at more than one ground, it's just stupid. I used to go and watch my mate playing at Wes Mahego, right? right? And, uh, sorry, at East Stirling it was when I heard it the first time. And they had some cracking like, chants and stuff like that, like self-assembly furniture. They used to sing it to their <laughs> own stand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> right, but there was one night we were, uh, we were at the game, and I, the guy behind me shouted, for fuck's sake, Shire, there's far too much football getting played here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, when I picked Bob up to come to the first one, he said he's heard that guy shit. Come on, too much fucking football getting played here, get the ball up, my bitch! I know, man, ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> know what I mean? Les, Les, <laughs> <laughs> fucking East Sterling, Pep Guardiola style. <laughs> right, so we had Sam Daly, right, he came in, this is a shout that he heard. Ref, you're so useless you couldn't track an elephant in a snowdrift. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's quite a bit of thought behind that there one. Is, that, that, that must have been Partick Thistle. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one for Craig Hiddleston? I guess this is a belter. I don't know if I want to say this one. A guy at oh, Ibrox. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> a guy at Ibrox at the Hibs game earlier this season calling Bobby Madden a butt plug for his five-year-old son then to ask, Daddy, what's a butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's really much we can say about uh, that. There's no, really. I that, that's could... muddy waters. You can't, uh, really, you can't really step into that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we move on to Budgie. Uh, <laughs> 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 We've got Budgie. Uh, uh, after leaving Pollock a few years back, Pollock player spotting the ball for a corner. Guy in the crowd shouted, Oh, you cheating bastard. That's upside down. <laughs> 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 That's a tough one. He wasn't a happy bunny, apparently, in Sky the Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Montgomery. At an amateur game, my manager was trying to give the opposition goalie a ripping for being ugly. However, the goalie's retort was something, some of, something of magnificence. Shut it, you. I bet your wife's that ugly. She even has to get her vibrator drunk. Oh. <laughs> what, 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 what? We're sailing in muddy waters here, aren't we? We really are, man. Right, Scott Malutti. What a name. It's a belter. Right, just as Ryan Christie ran up to take his penalty, a guy shouted, your cock's hanging out. <laughs> Needless to say, he missed the penalty. Great <laughs> shout. Pete Bream. Has to be said in a Glasgow accent, but my first ever time at Celtic Park went in was a win. Enrico Anoni was the third Celtic player to get red carded in the game. <laughs> I think we all know this one, don't we? Oh. <laughs> I've heard it in a different context, so though. I, I, think, I think he's passing this off as his aye, own story, aye, aye. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul Breen, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> I think, right, 
the story is he came off the bench, did he know? He was, he was coming off the bench and somebody shouted, oh no, they're an oni, on an oni. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. In stereo. Right, back on topic. Stephen Muller. A few months ago, an older gentleman shouting the odds at the Falkirk game. He shouted a lot of funny random shite that day, but the best one was when he shouted a wee daisy cutter to the back post. A lad shouted back, it's a, fuck, it's a fucking plastic <laughs> pitch. <laughs> can, you do, can you do a daisy cutter on a plastic pitch? <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, the Rockefeller skank. A few years back, I was watching Leeds v Newcastle on the telly and heard Leeds fans singing... Jimmy's, oh, Jim, nah, fuck no, that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, never mind. Just, just, right, John McNichol, Rangers, <laughs> Rangers v Liverpool friendly a number of years ago. Gerard steps up to take the corner. Rangers fall nil down at this point. Hurry up, him, Stevie. Your house is getting tanned. <laughs> That's very so funny. true. <laughs> the the one one two score a goal if you get the chance. <laughs> what a shout that is! Score a goal if you get the chance. Gosh, yeah, I used to sit in front of Stephen Purden at Ibrox, and because he played a, C- a Celtic fan in River City, I mind some mad bit guy chanting to him, "You're just a Tim in a shell suit." <laughs> <laughs> You're just a Tim in a shell suit. <laughs> that's that's it. Shell suit Tim. You have to suffer from that. Ball daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Who Knows Wins is the home of social betting and they are changing the culture of gambling by making it fun, safe and social. If you've had enough of those impossible hackers, you can take your mate's money instead and have a laugh in the process. There's no odds, no bookmakers, just you competing against your pals for cash and, of course, those all-important bragging rights. Choose some fixtures, set up a league, set a stake, then predict a simple match result. Home win, draw or away win. No correct scores, etc. And every correct match prediction gets you a point. If you top your league, you win the accumulated pot. Now we set up a league last week and we had one lucky winner, Russell. One winner. Mate, I done it for the first time last week and I ended up joint 30th or something. Do you know something? I'm really surprised at that because I thought you'd be <laughs> see, right up there. See, before I could actually download the app, there was problems downloading it on Android, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all fixed now and you can download it. But before I, before I downloaded the app, every week I was getting five out of six, man. Do you know what I mean? And then the one week that I put the, the fiver in. Do you know what? The pressure got to you. I get one, one result. One I got right, and it was the a draw. The pressure got to you, mate. The pressure got. How much did Russell win, producer John? One hundred eighty-five quid. One hundred and eighty-five quid plus bragging rights. That's you know no that's bad. Your, that's your next two weekends paid for. Exactly. So download Who Knows Wins on the Apple App Store or Google Play, or for more information, visit whoknowswins.com. This week we have picked six games for your chance to take our money with a five pound entry fee. The games are from the Premiership. Hibs v St Johnston, Kilmarnock v St Mirren, Rangers v Celtic. Whoa. For the Championship, it's Partick Thistle v Alloa from League One, East Fife versus Montrose, and from League Two, it's Stirling Albion v Annan Athletic. What do you think, Chris, of these games? Do you know what? See, to be honest with you, I'm going to go Hibs and St Johnston for a draw. Right, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Hibs there. Hibs? I'm going to take Hibs. Hibs absolutely hibs it last week. I know. I'm I, I'm going to take them. I think they'll bounce back. I'm going to go for St Mum 
Ickelmarnock, Ancient Mum are doing some sort of magical escape act now, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're playing really, really well. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take St Mirren. Right, I'm going to go for Celtic to beat Rangers. I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going to go with a draw on that one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for Partick Thistle Purely because we had Alan Archibald on and this right. this canny this continue. They had an absolute murder on night because Queen of South get beat and they were three points behind. Queen of South get beat and Fissel scored an equaliser on the last minute but they had to win that game. Queen yeah. of South get beat. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to go with Alloa. Aye. Mm-hmm. away from home as well. Mm-hmm. That's bold. I know. I just think Fissel can't buy a win for love no money, you know. Aye. What about East Fife and Montrose? Montrose. Montrose. Mm-hmm. I'll, go, I'll go a draw on that one. Um, and st- still leg Albion. Versus <laughs> <laughs> Annan Athletic. I'm going with Annan. Because Sterling get absolutely annihilated 7 1 the night off Cove Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think it was last night. Cove Rangers or some side. Aye. I'm taking. I bet their confidence now after a 7 1 drubbing at home. I'm taking Annan. Aye. I think I'll go with Annan for that one and all. Right. So we can get the, get the predictions in. Hopefully you're higher up the table this week. Yes. Yes. Hopefully I'm amongst the podium. Yes. So get involved now by downloading the app on Apple or Google Play by typing in Who Knows Wins. The Legends Lottery on Football Daft. Here every week on Football Daft, we have made it our mission to find out where the cult heroes are now on our Legends Lottery. So far, we've spoken to Hibs legend Joe Tortellano and Dunfermline and Montrose legend Evo Den Beeman. Every week, one of the team pick out a name from the Legends Lottery and it is their mission to get them on the show for the next episode. So what are we going to do here, Grado? <sighs> well... I didn't have much faith in Grado actually tracking down. Who was it he was getting? Junior Mendes works for St Mirren, which is about mm-hmm. 20 minutes down mm-hmm. the road. Mm-hmm. See if Grado has not got a hold of him. I think we should deduct him a point. Put him on minus one. Would you reckon? Aye, yes, right. Aye, aye. So just or John gets the final say anyway. Aye, yeah. aye. But yeah, right. going to the extreme, I know fucking turning up to do the podcast, but do you know what I mean? I don't. I know. I, it's no fucking. Should be FaceTime. Do you think he's not turned up because he's not got a hold of Junior Mendes? Possibly. Let's see if we can get a hold of him, shall right. we? FaceTime him. It's your sale! <laughs> 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 What's happening, my man? I'm alright, how's he's going? He's doing well? Aye, we're doing alright, mate. Doing alright without you. We've no, we've not even lifted your name once either. Jerry Polini's just left, you just missed him. You are kidding me. <laughs> 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 anyway, Gredo, Gredo, see the thing is, mate, it was going to be a surprise for you. That you fucking know, I done. You've missed it. Mate, he's away. See, see, we'll send you the photos. Mate, see Stevie Carrigan for heart and hand. He knows him. Uh, that was a big thing, and I that's how I was raging when I sent you that voice note saying, Where the fuck are you? How you no coming? You better be bang me up. I'm no. Oh man, listen, I, I, genuinely, I've, I've made contact with Carlo Monty, who is the captain of the buffs now. And the guy for heart and hand organised it as well. We were going to tie it in with the Legends lottery thing, but it had to boost. After Stevie Harrigan had to go. He had to go and pick up his Wayne, so Jerry's away with him. What did he say? <laughs> he, was, he, he didn't remember you put it up with <laughs> <laughs> No, so it be... Is he going to come back on? No, well, we'll need, we'll need to be a we'll good need. while now, because we've already recorded with him. We can't get him back on the now. I don't know. 
That's a fucking redneck. Mate, Sorry, mate. He was gutted you weren't here, but genuinely he was. He was gutted. He knows you're a big buffs man, not that. He came in with like a fucking buffs program for a game no, years ago. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> 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 I knew there was going to be one word that uh, took it too far there. Yeah. Because <laughs> the buffs aren't big enough to have fucking programs. <laughs> the pamphlet. Oh, I know, mate. Right, I know. what are you saying to it? What's happening? Listen, Where are you? What's going on? I'm fully behind you 100%, mate. Well, you just want to know my junior men this story. Aye. We want to know all, Grado. Right, so. Obviously, oh, I was in. Have you crashed your motor? I've had a busy week, that man. I was in my holidays in Dunoon. And I went to. <laughs> that's, that. what the, that's what the Pink Panthers are. Dunoon. I went. I was wrestling in Carlisle on Saturday and then the next minute it was fucking it was Wednesday so basically <laughs> then I, I remember then he got had a junior Mendes so the story goes man I, 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 um, I put myself right looked him up on Google I've not been on Twitter for the last couple of weeks so I, I didn't want to start personal folk asking if they knew junior Mendes on Twitter so I thought hey I know who know who who'll know junior Mendes Stephen Thompson right so I messaged Stephen Thompson on Instagram and I was like, well, here's the deal, can you get me a hood of Junior Mendes? And he says, aye. So he sent a screen grab his phone number. So I went, thanks very much, mate, Stephen, that's great, blah, blah, blah. I thought, right, I'll get rid text on this, this guy. Uh, obviously, then I went to go and text him and then now on Instagram when they send you a message, once you've seen it once, it's away. Aye. So I never got, so oh, fucking his phone number's number. away. So then I had to message Stephen Thompson again. I says, look, mate, can you send me that again? Because I never got the number. So he never sent me the screen grab. So I go to Junior Mendes, his number. And then, so I texted Junior Mendes. Obviously, the screen might be different now. So I went and sent him a text. And I said, uh, how you doing, mate? This is Grado. I'm a wrestler and I do a fitness podcast. And the show we do, there's a part on when players from the SPL, what they are up to now. And we pick a name out of a hat and I picked you. Laughing face. I hope you spelt it alright, because the way you've told us is fucking shocking, Grado, man. No, you're no hard in the room here, Grado, boy. And then, when I walked out the room, so Junior, Junior was standing. Let me finish. Sorry, so my task, So my task was to get a hold of you. <laughs> managed, to get, managed to get your number from Stephen Tomo. Hope you don't mind, exclamation mark. Is there any chance at all you'd be able to speak and be available for five minutes to speak on the phone for the podcast? A quick chat to see what you are up to now. It is a competition each week, and if I don't get a hold of you, I lose. Laughing face, laughing face, laughing face. <laughs> Sorry for the text out the blue, mate. Oh, that's amazing. So what did, never, what did Junior never, say? He never, he never replied. replied. So you never got him? He's not replied. <laughs> well, mate, we're recording, so you're fucked. Well, uh, I mean, he's just not replied. I mean, what did I do, mate? Well, I don't like the phone. The guy, I get, I get the feeling he just picked up the phone and went, let's just wank up and just fucking... Well, just, that's what I do I when you text me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, I've got his number if he's wanting to give him a bell, but I mean... No, I don't I don't, no. like, I don't like phone him out the blue. I think no, that's, I think no, that's we're not, cheeky We're not doing fuck. that. And you know what? It went... It wasn't our duty to phone him, Grado. Correct, it was Grado. your duty. You know what? You're, you're not even so here. So then I, I won, but because I got his phone No, no, no you, you never get, won. You get fucking deducted a point. You didn't even have any points, so you're on minus one. Can I get another week? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's, 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 
Four it's... or five rules now. He's not. He's not. He's not interested. He's not interested. I don't know where. Aye, but no, mate, they're playing. They're playing. Mirren are playing now. That makes a lot of sense. Aye, and do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what also makes a lot of sense? What? No leaving it to try and get him on the day when he's a fucking day in the show. I know, mate. I know, mate. I know, mate. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm kind of starting to feel a wee bit sorry for you here, Greed. On that, you know, I was like a bastard. He's left us in the lurch here. I, I was in Dunoon, I was in Carlisle. What, looking for Junior Mendes? <laughs> <laughs> that could have been a better story. <laughs> Imagine he turned up at his wrestling show in Carlisle out of blue. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I hope it is the right numbers, you know what I mean? I don't think I've been pranked or anything like that. Stephen Thompson pranked. Steve, Big Tomo's ripped to James Blunt right out of you. Imagine he'd give him Walter's number. <laughs> <laughs> right, Graham, we're going to let you go, right? Right, mate, I will Aye, see man, you tomorrow. I'll see you. By the way, uh, Bob, I'll yes. see you ringside on Saturday. I need you. Yes. For team Pedro versus Team Jester. No worries. And just another quick plug for the Gredo's Big Family Wrestling Bash. An afternoon of fun, sporting, athletic acrobatism, entertainment. <laughs> acrobatism. Be, be, Not uh, acrobatics, acrobatism. <laughs> there might be a cameo from Ira the period so the guys come along to the show bring your wins there's still a couple of tickets left right you you look like you need to get to your bed you look fucked my man I'm fucked right take care big chap I'll speak to you soon right see you soon bro love you mate bye 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 Right, so as expected, Gredo fucked it up. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> I was checking to see if he was still going to tell you now. So he's totally, you you totally fucked up. So, Graham Stevely is now on minus one. Minus one. We need to get one of these graphics Aye. for this at all. Yes, Stephen Purden is on one. Chris Toll is, is on, on one. Yes. And next, to draw Ooh. one of the Kinder Egg plastic compartment fucking things. <laughs> Is right, none other than Crystal. I'm more excited about it this time than I was at last time. Right, here we go. Hold on. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Right, here we go. Here we go. Right, on you oh, go. I hope on it's somebody go. I know. Right, here we go. Actually, no. Marco Van Basten. <laughs> oh, mate, my I absolute know. idol. Uh-huh. My favourite footballer ever. Oh, I don't think it's going to be him. <laughs> did, he have, did he know play at start <laughs> for a couple of teams? <laughs> that was Johnny Van Basten. So, he's, he's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> he's also got a chippy. Oh, oh you oh. fucking tougher. Who is it? Who is the it? other half of fish and chips, mate. No way! Hamish French. Have yes! Hey! Yes! Fish and chips! <laughs> you need to give me Evo's phone number so I can get a hold of Hamish. Well, With was... over 250 appearances for Dunfermline and 76 appearances for Dundee United, among spells at Arrow and Cowdenbeath. <laughs> Hamish French, I'm coming for you! <laughs> Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. It's now time for our Beer 52 match of the week. To win a case of beer, all you have to do is predict the correct score in the Old Firm this Sunday. Guess the correct score before midday on Sunday and everybody who gets it right goes into the draw to win the beer. You can enter by commenting on the link on the Football Daft Facebook page or tweet your score to at Football Daft Pod. Winners must be over 18 and stay in the UK. What do you think? What I will say is, uh, I got that beer, fift- uh, beer 52. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got the beers, I took it home and my mate drank one that was described as being mahogany. 
and I was like, do you really want to be drinking wood? But he says it was fucking dynamite. Aye. So I, I don't drink anymore, but I like to be able to offer somebody a beer when they're in my there house, you, you know what aye. I mean? So, aye. Um, aye, he loved it. But the, for the game on uh, Sunday, I think it's going to be... I'm going to... Okay. I said it earlier on. I, mean, I, need, I need to say it again, don't I? Four man, I said Has anybody won the correct score, hang Yeah. Aye. Excellent. Congratulations. What about yourself, Stephen? I think I'm going to. I'm going to say a draw. I'm going to say one each or two each. I'd love to see a big high scoring one. Mm -hmm. We've not had one of them for ages, haven't we? Where it's not been a turnover. Like them, like the one. Remember, remember, I Murdoch McLeod scored an absolute draw. No, the four each game at Parkhead. Remember, uh, Kuzan scored and all that, and. Uh, Larson. Oh, I'm taught. Remember the one years ago, Murdoch McLeod scored an absolute rasp. Aye, that aye. was. Uh, was that four each again? Was either three each or four each? That was a silly one. We can't eat, didn't they? Ten uh, men. Ten, ten men won the league, and you can and get free brought. beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get free beer from Beer Fifty Two as well. It's a monthly subscription service for beer, which they source from some of the greatest small batch breweries around the world. They theme cases every month with previous themes, including Germany, South Africa, Korea, New Zealand, and more. All you need to do is go to beer52.com/daft, and we can sort out free beers if you cover just four. Pounds ninety five for the postage. You normally get eight, but as you're a football daft listener, we will give you two extra free beers. So that's a total of ten free beers. So just go to beer52.com slash daft. That's the word beer and the numbers five and two dot com to get your first case of ten beers for free. Okay, so ahead of this weekend's Old Firm, it's time for something a little bit different on Football Daft as we welcome representatives from two of Rangers and Celtic's biggest podcasts. We have Stephen Harrigan from Heart and Hand. Hello, welcome to be here. And we've got Jamie from the 20 Minute Tims. How we doing? Not bad, my man. Thanks very much for coming in, guys. I really, really appreciate it. As do you, Chris. I'm yes, sure. I do. I do. Get uh, somebody on your team this week. Well, it's not right. At least they made the effort. Fucking Grado never did it. Who? That's right. That's right. So moving swiftly on. <laughs> so this week we're going to do something kind of like a boxing match, right? So we'll split it into rounds. Me and Chris will sit and eat the popcorn and just let you two battle Go it. for it. Oh, yeah, okay. up for this that. is going to be some buzz, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just absolutely fucking praying that Rangers win something this season. So this is, I'm pinning all my hopes on this, right? So round one is the current state of the teams. Round one. Fight! Don't know who I want to go will first. We, will, we to, will we toss a coin and see who gets to go first? Rock, paper, scissors. Right, okay. Right, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, Stevie's up. There you go. There we go. We won, we won, bro. We won, there we go. Right. Right. All right. Nice on you, Current state. Don't start that. John, get him fucking out of here. That's us, we've won already. What is that, the current state of your team? Just one of hoops, that's it? Current state of the team, win the rock, paper, scissors. No, right. So, what do you reckon, lads? Current state of both teams? Well, what did Stephen Gerrard call Celtic? Relentless. 
So yeah, that's what Stephen Gerrard called on. I think that's a good place to start. I think Celtic are relentless at, at the moment. I but remember, we blink with one eye. Well, we do. We blink with one eye. And we blink they wink, with one eye, don't we? They wink with two eyes. So <laughs> Celtic are relentless at the moment. Everybody is firing in all cylinders. Everybody's playing well. Lee Griffiths has made less come out of retirement. Um, and he's got more goals than Alfredo Morelos and half your team combined at the moment. Oof. That's just getting a bit heated. Yeah. We've been quite nice to each other. I know. This is what we're here for. It's old for a weekend. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I can't disagree with that. I can't. It's since the turn of the year, Celtic's form has been absolutely unbelievable. And who else has It's not. I think when you look back in the first half of the season for us, um, it was near perfect. Obviously, we didn't win the League Cup. But if you took that as a section, you know our progress in Europe, everything that happened, um, you would probably say that was a blip since we've came back. It's been on us, it's been on the players. Um, it's not a case of Celtic up in their form. They were always there, we were always neck and neck. We got the victory when it mattered in the 29th and I think everybody expected us to kick on. We took that milestone. But as football fans, we all know, progress isn't linear. Um, we've got a lot of hard work to do. I think the players have to take a lot of the blame. They, they have to shoulder an awful lot of the blame. Mm-hmm. Celtic are a well-oiled machine at this rate. Um, it's very hard to put a team together to try and compete with them on a domestic front because they've just got more resources. They've had longer to put it together. Um, it's not Stephen Gerrard's fault that Celtic are going for 10. He's only been there two years and in the first six months or first year he was there. 50 grand of his you know, wages budget a week was going to the coronavirus in Mexico and Pera and Herrera. So, <laughs> um, yeah, where we are at the moment with a few injuries, but we always come good in the big games and there's no bigger game than the old firm. Well, that's the thing, you know, we spoke about this week in, week out. Rangers seem to up their game for the big games. But mm-hmm. that's a worry for me, you know, because uh, how many big games a season do Rangers get? Do you know Aye. what I mean? Aye. See, that's what I was saying last week. I was, the whole, what Ryan Kent said after the Braga game and then Tavernia's programme notes, which I still can't believe went to print. Unbelievable. Aye, <laughs> stuff like that. We need, to, we need to get rid of that mentality quick. We need to, for, especially, I mean, at the moment, I would pretty much say Celtic have won the league, but we need to get rid of that. No, if it goes to a playoff, <laughs> <laughs> bring on the playoffs. <laughs> he's, shaking, he's shaking my hand. Come in here, he's shaking everybody's hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> that around I, I walked in, he got half of me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to have a beer with you, see when this is finished. <laughs> Take me up the road. Oh no, I'll give you half an hour to stop that. <laughs> Full 60 seconds of passion later on, Chris. So, Jamie, what do you reckon then? What else have what else have we got to say about the champions? I think uh, I think part of the problem that Rangers have got there now is Celtic's form is just so good, and I think the pressure of, of watching Celtic win and win and win, and then you're looking at Livingston and you think, God, maybe we can get back in this and Celtic pull a point out the bag. And I think that pressure is really getting to Rangers because I think there's a there's mm-hmm. a big difference between the Celtic team and the Rangers team, and you kind of touched on it yourself, Stephen. But this Celtic team's just full of winners. They know what you need to do to win football matches, to win leagues, to win games, and that just becomes second nature to, to a team like Celtic. Well, when you look at it, I mean, there's, I think there's only a few players in the squad just now that have entered into a competition with Celtic domestically and haven't won it. Aye, aye. You know what I mean? See, when you look at it like that, winning becomes a habit, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, and to be to be quite honest with you. The only way that this match on Sunday for me is going to have a bearing in the league is if Rangers turn Celtic over. Well, or or grind out 
Celtic are all over them and Rangers grind out like a one nothing or something like that. Aye. You know, that, that can galvanise a team that sort of thing and kick them on for the rest of the season. Totally, as I said, like, I think the league's done. But Aye. if we win on Sunday and in London, it's a big if. I just feel like the players' confidence is so low, I think, but I don't know what's going on. But if we win, that's it, don't we? About 10 points. We've got a game in hand still. We need to go do it to Parkhead again. I don't know, but it's a big, big ask. But yeah. what do you think it was? What do you think it was about that game of the 29th at derailed your season? Because I, I, I listen to your podcast every time you you get a big game, usually when you lose, I like to listen to Heart and Hand just to cheer myself up a wee bit. <laughs> um, and copies, of course. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> aye, and I, and I, I took, but I did take pleasure in, uh, I remember, there was, and it wasn't just you, there was a couple of Rangers fans that just thought, this is it, we're the, be- we're the, we're the best team in Scotland now. We've, we've done it all. I think just, what you need to remember, I see at that point, Rangers were the best team in Scotland. No, I agree, I agree you know, they were. I mean, but, they, they but, were on form, they were, they were turning teams over every week. Yeah. And it's like Tavernier says in his, in his notes, there was a point there where Rangers were beating teams four and five and six nothing at the start of the season. Well, that's when I go back to the mentality. There was a point in the season where Celtic were starting up dropping points and then we were playing on the Sunday and we were going out and we were absolutely pacing teams. I think there was a wee run where we beat Aberdeen. Uh-huh. I think Hamilton was one. Yep. It was like four or five nils. It was like three or four or five nils in a row. Do you know what I mean? But, but it seemed to be that Celtic game. It seemed to be that game that you just won for that point. That was the turning point in your season. Which I was think it was the one break. Yeah. But, but the split is great if you, if you lose it. I mean, you think going into that split, right? Neil Lennon was the manager under pressure. Because basically he'd been outplayed mm. in a cup final, um, he'd just been beaten in his home patch, and that was a big milestone, a big milestone for this squad, the Stephen Gerrard uh, squad. Um, so going into the split, the pressure was very much on Neil Lennon. The problem we had, we got a lot of injuries. We don't have a good enough squad in depth. That's that's the real essence of the problem for us. We were playing when we were winning games and, and coasting games. We were winning them by using a squad of about eleven to thirteen players. Once you drop off, and once you have the likes of Tavernier. Barisic, you know, Alfredo Morales, obviously, with his dive in that parquet game, was going to miss the next couple of matches. Mm-hmm. You lose momentum, um, and momentum's very hard to get yeah, back. So, actually. like the year before, the split's great for the team that loses it. Mm-hmm. And when you lose that momentum, obviously the knock-on effect after that is you lose the confidence, and yep. once the confidence is gone, that is, I think, is yep. one of the hardest things in football to get back is confidence. And I think what you're saying is right. I mean, Stephen, I think when you look at Celtic squad... They're bringing Lee Griffiths back in. He's been out. Your midfield, you've got a lot of good midfielders. Christie's just come back. Uh, Rangers haven't they got a great squad. We'll yeah. know what you're talking about when the boy Parson came in for the Sonar game. Remember, he played well, yeah. which I feel should, should maybe get more chance. But then you're looking at Morelos out. We've brought Camberry in. The midfield with Jack and Arfield. Then you're touching on players like Ojo Barker. You're going, they're not good enough. Ojo and Barker, no. in my opinion. I, as, if I was a Rangers fan, I would rather pull all the wage resources together and get one right good player in. Aye, but again, then it's the flip side of what we're talking about. We've not mm. got a big enough squad as it is, so if you're not um, right, if you mm. bring one player and spend all that money on one player, mm. you're in an even worse position if he gets injured. Well, I think, I I, I you're, think right. you're right. I think there is a difficult thing that Rangers have today. They, do, they don't have as much money as Celtic, so they, they need to balance things mm-hmm. and try and be canny. And the appointment of Stephen Gerrard was canny. There's, I mean, they thought he was going to come to Rangers. That was canny. Then they get some good players in and Morelos and Kent. And, and, and they're trying to juggle it and I, I think part of the problem is w- when that when you had your lot and you looked at it you thought this this team can win the league but the league's as you said yourself it's, it's, it's a lot of games it's, it's a, a marathon it, aye it's a marathon you think and I think part I think a lot of what's happened to Rangers is the expectation you know this w- w- every season oh we're definitely going to win this is it 50 and you just think maybe maybe take a breath maybe take if you maybe if you win that Celtic game you take a wee step back and you go right this is a point to build on instead of 
all the mad celebrations and shouting in the camera I and all that. You should, you should always I, celebrate. I, I don't I, one. see that. I, I don't. I, I, I agree with the boys. Yeah. I don't actually yeah. see that the celebration thing. I mean, what was it? Ten years, now a decade. We've been doing there. Everything we've been through. I mean. He, he screamed at the camera Aye. and walked in to his support. I mean, you were you were losing the plot over the Morellas thing. That was a gesture to Gerard. Um, mm. There was a lot made of that in the aftermath of the game that really took away the reasons why the game was won and lost at Parkhead. Mm. The way that Rangers set up in the middle of the park, the way we dominated you, and then you're going back to you know the players, the recruitment. Well, you've had more than your your fair share of message. You look at people oh, that totally. buy and everything else. Uh-huh. The difference is you can afford it and you can observe yeah. them, uh-huh. and you can take them into your squad and say we don't have to do it. Like Sir Griffiths, he wouldn't be at Celtic if it wasn't for. You know, people like Edward and all. Plus, Edward had like six months to a year to bed mm. in at the club. I mean, we went we, out we in January. We went out in January there and spent six million quid on two players and yep. named them again in the squad. Sorry, how much you spent in left backs? I know. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a fair point you're making there. Um, what, what I will say is Celtic, if they try to do this money ball thing, right? So, if they're bringing in a player for £3 million, they're hoping to then sell him on for 10 15 right? Whereas Rangers, they're it's as if they're trying to do it but see for me bringing in Ryan Kent at £7 million you're not going to get £7 million back for Ryan Kent well you might he's English so if you you need to make for the Champions League you need to have an English player that's what Rangers banked on we banked on he was going to progress now he's been trained in England so Mm. under that rule the English clubs need a player for their Champions League squads they'll drop £9 million and drop a half for for anything that's a a fair point as well I I suppose but but do you honestly think that Ryan Kent is good enough to go in an English Champions League team. Be honest. No, but th- there's people like you know Richard Wright and all that that's went to teams That's just true. to, just to sit on the bench. Mm. Now the difference with Ryan Kent is uh, was the seven million valuation too high? Probably. What's the Sheffield United pay for all of it? Well, that's exactly what I was about to say. But, yeah. If you buy a nine million pound player, you need to have nine million pound wages. At mm. the moment, we've not got that wage that's structure true. that allows us mm. to do it. So you have to be creative. You have to some- mm. sometimes you overpay for your nice dinners. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go to a steak restaurant. See, nothing is. See if it's a nice dinner. I don't give a fuck how much it costs. <laughs> right. Um, so round one's done. Rangers are one nil up. So we're on the round two now, right? <laughs> right. Style up. How does it manage to end up four one to Celtic between rounds? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a <the> ref? <laughs> round two. Fight. Round two. Style of play. How do I start this one? Man, I don't know. Style of play. It's a tricky one. Rangers have. Like we're talking about lost confidence. Is, is shite a style of play? Aye. 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 That's your style of play now, isn't it? Her style of play relied on Morelis, being that physical presence, being mm. that pivotal, you know, being that focal point at the top of the attack, the point, dropping deep and then letting the kind of free rolls behind them play. Aye. And then you had Davis mopping up. You look at the game at Parkhead, Davis basically sat in front of Golson and Katic mm-hmm. and just mopped up everything. Aye, um, where we've lacked, where, you know, Davis has been off form. Jack's been out injured and Morelis has disappeared and when that happens you can talk about styles all you want but mm-hmm. again it just comes down to players players confidence players form mm-hmm. and where it goes from there but I think through the season when Morelos played good and when he was scoring goals the team played good yep. mm-hmm. do you know what I mean see when Morelos is on form or was it the other way about was it because the team played good Morelos scored well, you goals could, uh, you know what I mean when you're saying that as well like when you look at teams down south like see like Man City they've taken on that, that, that kind of Barcelona Mm-hmm. thing where mm-hmm. they've got three players for each position and they can interchange them and stuff like that right now that that again comes back down to that squad size thing and the squad quality you know see I'm confident with Celtic I, I feel like we've got two or three players for each position yeah 
don't get me wrong, some of them are fucking shite. <laughs> right? But he hinted. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you're doing, Christmas. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, for me, I, he's no shite, right? But for me, I, I don't think Greg Taylor's at the level that we need for a Celtic left back. But the, mm. the other options there. Aye, are, that's it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like he's the best of a bad bunch. Mm-hmm. Whereas we've just brought in £25 million for a left back. Why not pay £10 million for a left back? Use £10 million of that £25 million. And then, again, hopefully within a couple of years you can then move him down south mm-hmm. and, and make a, a bit more money. But the style of our play really depends on that. And I think the, the Greg Taylor's now being used as a wing-back and he's not a wing-back. He's a left-back, he's a defender. Mm-hmm. Whereas you've got Ball and Golly, who's not a defender, but he'll mm-hmm. run up and down that wing for aye, you all, all day. And then you've got Johnny Hayes, which is some sort of horrible <laughs> hybrid <laughs> of the two. You know That's a good thing. We're learning now introducing one or two different formations. We can see if it's not working, we can change it now. Aye. And aye. that... I feel like we're wasting maybe a couple of spaces on the bench with players like Kamala. I don't think he's going to make it. I, I, genuinely I agree don't. with you, no, I, don't, I and, agree. And that comes back to you saying we can we can spunk three million quid on a player and he's going to, I don't I, I think he'll be away by this time next year. We play the same system as Liverpool, and um, basically, you know, get your full bucks high, get a lot of wins from them. Teams then figure you out as well, so you have to do a, a level of adjustment, and we've done that. But the problem's been, we can, you know, Celtic have went two up top, we haven't really got two strikers you can do that and again it just comes to the squad depths you can only change formation if you get the players there that's able to do it right. the formation and style we play is best suited to the players we have it's just doing it in application I think the, the phrase is you can only push with the cock yeah. you've got <laughs> <laughs> absolutely beautiful I, I, I think the th- I think about Rangers style of play though was Celtic had to change their style of play because they get their arse felt over mm-hmm. two games with Rangers we just couldn't cope with it we couldn't cope with it we not drop Brown but to, would you, you never see Brown getting dropped in order to kind of facilitate a different formation I don't think you need to I think Scott Brown the leadership on the pitch is massive the, the leadership yeah. for Scott Brown is massive for Celt- for good, good leader poor player but I don't think he's a he's poor player a I don't think he's a poor player I think Scott Brown's a good player He's not as good as he used to be. He's definitely on the decline. But he's 36 years old. Aye, that's you know exactly I mean? what I was about to say. You, you need to expect that. But I think what Scott Brown brings to the team is is pretty invaluable. But Celtic have adjusted. As you said, they've went two up top. They've, you know, who, I, I think, is it only Conte that's playing with two, two up front at the moment? He's the only one I can yeah. think of. Do you know what I mean? There's no many people. So Neil Lennon's brought this back for... Mm-hmm. Martin O'Neill's time he's thought well 3-5-2 what for me I'll go back we'll have a hand to two up front man. exactly yeah. see yeah. a strike partnership yeah. midfields don't want to do the work now you think back in the day the, the two in the middle of the park without number or out, out work aye. anybody in there nowadays it's, you've got to have one covering and all exactly. that kind of thing and it's, all, it's all down to the whole tiki tack I think um, but I, I think I think the 3-5-2 the It'll be interesting to see what, what style of play Neil Lennon decides to go with against Rangers. I think he's got to go with two up. I think he'll go with two up because as well. I think he'll, he'll have learned his lesson for Copenhagen. Aye. He should have anyway. I think he'll go with two up top. The problem we've got in our league as well is we have such a familiarity with every other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're playing them so many times, it's such a you know a big cycle. So you're getting to know individual players' tendencies. Ah, you're absolutely right. Well, you would like to think you're getting to know well, playing them. We've played well, quite a few teams, a good few teams. Aberdeen and Kamara. Seen Aberdeen more times than <laughs> family members. <laughs> Which takes me on, man. When you're talking about that, like, formation stuff, takes me on to round three, right? Management. Round three, fight! Right, so, getting back, right, Rogers is off. He's have won the treble treble and that Lennon's come in steady ship. What do you think about Lennon? What you, what you, 
could you honestly sit and say when that appointment get made you were happy? I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't doing cartwheels up in the uh, Gallagate, but I, I and this, no, I'm not just blowing my trumpet, but I, I could see the reasoning behind it, and the reasoning yeah. behind it was if your options for manager, like forget Benitez and Mourinho, that was never going to happen. But see yeah. if your options for manager are Chris Shooting, see if they're Neil Lennon level managers, then you your best bet is Neil Lennon because he gets it, he knows what's involved, he understands what's, what, what it is to be Celtic. You can't get... I mean, we had Ronnie Dial on the podcast and asked him if there's one thing he would change if he got the job again, what would it be? And he said, I would need to understand that you need to win every game with Celtic. So mm-hmm. some managers come in, believe it or not, and they just don't get that. They just don't mm-hmm. get that you can't lose or draw games. I so think you find that that's, that's because they're, they're unfamiliar with the Scottish right. game. Scotland's very intense, but even if you go down the road to England, got your Premiership game, a Championship game, mm-hmm. it's completely different. There's oh. not that level of intensity from the crowd, mm-hmm. from the players, mm-hmm. and I think you know Lennon's the perfect choice domestically because he's been there, done it as a player, mm-hmm. as a manager before. He knows Tried the league and inside and out. He's kicked his on in Europe as well. Definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? And that was what I actually come on football daft when Ewan was still uh, presenting it when Neil uh, Lennon get uh, announced as a Celtic manager, mm-hmm. and that was that was one of the points that I made. I, I says I, I think he'll be more sound, like sound defensively and stuff like that in Europe. Mm-hmm. That was the thing with with Rodgers. Rod, Neil Lennon's got a couple of different styles of play that he can he can play now. Mm. Brendan Rodgers has got one style of play, mm-hmm. right? And it's gung ho, fucking get the ball on the deck, up the park, score as many goals as you can. Mm-hmm. But that's very easy to figure out. And what you say is there was a there was a slow decline in that Celtic team from the day that he was announced as a manager until the day that he left and it was a steady decline I'll say this still say he's one of the best managers in your absolutely. history oh, I definitely, but, but I'll say this about Neil Lennon I think Neil Lennon is a, 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 an underrated manager by a lot of people even even Celtic fans I think even now like, you know, he, he, he loses against Copenhagen and immediately everybody's like oh he doesn't get it the tactics are he doesn't and you're like you need to give the guy a break he made a mistake he made a mistake you need to give the guy a break he's uh-huh. a good manager he's He's, he plays a volume game of football. Get the ball forward. Be more aggressive. But again, he's what's the word I'm looking for? He's quite a dynamic manager. He's changed his formation halfway through the season. I can't remember last time I've seen that. Do no. you know what I mean? He brings players in and out. There's I was very surprised when I seen that. When I seen that my mate. He goes to Celtic games every week, man. I was like, he said that. He says, well, don't know the three-five-two and all more comfy and all more compact and more mm. dangerous. Going and I'm like, I couldn't believe the change, but. I mean, he's matured as a manager. Right. He can't, he can't he's, really argue about his danger. He's ser- he's, his apprenticeship was served as Celtic manager. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. what I mean? He's then went and he's dipped his toes down in England. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, he picked the wrong club. Was it Bolton? Bolton, Bolton. They had no money. Neil Lennon ended up pay- paying the staff's wages himself when he was down there out of mm. his own pocket. Right, so see if you're having to pay for the staff. You know that you've not got a transfer kit. You yeah. know that you've got a real deal, and he got a raw deal down there. Yeah. And I think the Bolton fans are still holding him, still admire him a fair bit because uh-huh. of what he done for the club. Right, he then comes back up to Scotland, takes over Hibs, does a fantastic job, falls out with the owner, and then luckily, right at the time when Rogers goes, he finds his sell out of a job. Uh-huh. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? So he's been the right man in the right place at the so right So did you think he was the right appointment when it got made? No, w- to be honest with you, I was underwhelmed purely because I think Brendan Rodgers ruined managers for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Just because he was just so good. It was because, see, when we announced, but I'll, I'll never uh, forget, see, uh, the day we announced Brendan Rodgers, I was driving by Celtic Park, right, and I was looking at the stadium, and just, it hadn't been announced yet, and the screens in Celtic Park changed, 
and it said welcome Brendan and it wasn't on the news or anything like that and mm. I get pure fucking excited because I'm like ah, I'm the first person that knows about this <laughs> right and see the whole fanfare the stadium was full Aye. it was announced and all that it, it felt like Martin O'Neill again but on a grander scale mm. right and it's just with, with all due respect Neil Lennon was a slightly underwhelming when, oh, when yeah. he came in mm-hmm. and I did feel he would stand as in better stead in Europe but I didn't think that he could really do much more domestically than Brendan Rodgers had already done. You know but that I mean? takes me on what you're saying about like when Brendan got announced, it's kind of some of them Gerard got announced, wasn't it? It was like the, f- the fanfare was before that was because mm-hmm. he's an icon, isn't he? So Absolutely. It was it, the factor. difference is, but you know, Lennon's walking into you know a culture that's established, a team that's established. Mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard had to establish all that himself. Oh, this was a team <laughs> on his knees. It was a squad with a group of players that he had to completely recycle. It's his first job in management, mm-hmm. and, and the pressure's on from the start. Now his strength, the, the very early on, was the, his backroom staff and the people he brought with him. Right. Um, that still remains today. I know people want us to be a wee bit more pragmatic or, or talk about formation changes, but you do that. You need a lot of time in the training part. You look mm-hmm. at, you spoke about Conte earlier. Well, the best season he had at Chelsea when they won the Premier League is because he had no Europe and he had all the time midweek to work on them tactics week in, week out. Look at the fixtures since the break. It's it's ridiculous. We had this winter break and I don't think we've had a break yet. What do you think about this sort of the way his management style, though, throwing the players under the bus and singling people out and all that? Because even as an innocent bystander, (laughs) which I am, (laughs) as much as you want to see buses driving over Rangers players, you're watching that and you're thinking, could, you, you, you can't just keep hammering the boys like that, surely. Um, what do you I, think, I, I think some of it has to come back. You know what I've noticed in public, though, do you? Uh, yeah. what, what, See, if you want to play sorry. for Rangers, then you have to have the strong mentality. He, uh-huh. what he's doing now is finding out who's strong enough to play for the club. Now, in doing that, he's probably found out about three or four players mm-hmm. that will play on Sunday that are not good enough in the long term to play for us. Mm-hmm. If they're not, the door's there. But you can't buy that winning culture in two years. You have to create it. So it's very hard to do. So at the moment, he's still working his way through. He's looking for what he was. He was a very emotional guy, a very, you know, he led by example on the pitch. He made a lot of sacrifices in his playing career off the field to get where he got on the field. And I think he expects the same for his players. I think he really struggles when he sees players, not at the same ability levels, but players that just don't have the same mentality or a will to, you know, make the sacrifices mm-hmm. that he made. And I think it's a, there's a flip side to what you're saying there, Jamie. I, know. I think when it's like, when players are getting... Slammed after media and stuff like Morelos and mm. other players. Gerard sticks up for them so mm. much. He sticks up for his players, and you can tell when he's taught. I think the honesty just comes through for him and the the kind that that mentality he's played under. But when he's come out of this job, his first job in management, if anybody had said to him, "You're going to take a team, you're going to rebuild a team, mm. and within two years you're going to have him in the last sixteen in the Europa League." Yeah. I, I mean, domestically, it's been very poor since the 29th of December, but. That is a that is an amazing but, start. But when you see the state we were in, Kashinya and a hedge arguing if we could pump our progress. Come on, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But but if you go back to the point that Jamie was making there, do you not think that he's very selective with the players that he defends and the ones that he, he kinda kinda like criticizes? For example, like uh Katic's two mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. I think he kinda without mentioning his name he kind of fired him under the bus a wee bit. Whereas Goldson, last week, he's come out and defends him. Now, see if I'm Katic, I'm like, wait a fucking minute here. Mm. Why, is, why is he defending him and he's not defending me? And then he turns around and gives Goldson the captaincy as well in the next game. If I'm if I'm uh, Nicola Katic, I'm like, why is, he, why is he defending him but he's kind of 
family under and that can draw that can put a divide in, Aye, in that there's a there's well. a hang with Goldson, right? There's the way I see it. Hagander's out injured, right? Goldson, he trusts him, right? He's won his first signings, wasn't he? Or was he his first signing maybe I think? I think Warren, I wouldn't and I just think the situation is in the new and I don't think the way we are playing, you can play Edmondson and Katic. They're too young, they're too inexperienced. Mm. I think you need somebody. And all right, Goldson's made a mistake again, right? He's not had the best form, but really I'm looking at the full team and going, who has? You've got to drop somebody every time they make a mistake. Uh, Katic's mistakes weren't his first, he's still a young boy. Uh, he's still mm. learning. Goldson, he sees as his leader. Edmondson was playing with fucking Oldham, wasn't yeah. he? So you're not going to put Edmondson and Katic uh. together. So I think he's kind of stuck with No stuck with him, I think he does trust Goldson and he, that's his man, his go-to defender, but... I just don't think he can drop him in and play Edmondson and Katic. I really don't. Who do you think is a better manager, Neil Lennon or Stephen Gerrard? <laughs> Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. I mean, don't I would, I would include the coaching staff in that. But, but uh, it's funny you should mention that. count trophies, eh? I was, I was about to say. <laughs> but I think, I, like you say, but this is, this is, what is his second year in management? So you're weighing that up and admittedly Rangers do have a good coaching staff but if you look at Celtic's coaching staff Steve mm-hmm. McManus how much is that guy won Damien Duff Damien Duff uh-huh. John Kennedy who worked under Brendan Rodgers I think a lot of people just sort of think including myself at the start this is like a hodgepodge of guys lying about the club and we'll bring them all together but at the end of the day they're, they're all winners they've all won a lot they've worked at the highest level like Damien Duff's worked with Mourinho and all these and oh, yeah. massive clubs and all that you know but people I think I, I, look at it and go, oh, Stephen Gerrard's still the better manager. And that's what goes back to what I was saying I, about Neil Lennon being underrated. I don't know. I think you need to look at the fact that over, they've only played against each other for one season. Mm. One full season anyway. Um, I don't think you can really judge it. Gerrard, I think, he's second, he even finished his second season in management yet. Yeah. So that's it. I still think he's better than Lennon. I think I'm coming around I, I don't think Neil Lennon's going to the Premiership anytime soon. Round four. Right, so on to round four, boys, before we start rolling about and knowing a good way, right? <laughs> best players. Best players, what are you thinking? Best players in the Celtic team, what do you think? For me, the best players in the Celtic team right now is Callum McGregor and Dodson mm. Edward. Mm-hmm. No disagreement here, absolutely, 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Abuse, Stephen. And yeah. Big Fries, Big Fries. Edward is the one everything goes through. You can drop off deep, he's got that mm-hmm. touch, you can run at players. Um, he's our most dangerous player. Yeah, I would say McGregor as well. McGregor, McGregor gave us lots of problems, you know, with that run from deep. He times his run so well, and then when he gets in position, he knows how to finish. So, mm. they're the two that really makes him tick at the, the top end of the park. Yeah, Defensively, you're still a weak, like ourselves, you're not that solid. Uh, we're not solid, but we've got big Fraser Foster behind the defence. No? <laughs> you so love him, mate. I fucking love him, mate. I love the fact that I'm sitting across from a midget version. <laughs> That's coming right from the midget version of Rico Anori. <laughs> there you go, eh? You should be sitting there, oh, just save that the whole oh, time. Man. You say I want nice on that. Probably jump better than him, but I'm bastard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I've, wait a minute, hold on. No, I've not got a miniature Brian Lloyd drop in my pocket. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Come on. Oh, big Rico knew how to oh. deal with Lloyd Come on. <laughs> He fucking did so. With two different shoes on too. What a player. She's I'll say McGregor and Edward. Right. For me, McGregor Edward and to a, if when he's at full fitness and people might 
it might raise an eyebrow, but I, big, I think Big El Hamid's a fucking magic footballer, man. I'm looking forward to getting him back. I think uh, Edward's on a different planet, almost footballing wise. Do you think he'll keep him next season? No. No, I don't think so, but again, it depends. I mean, there's, there's a lot of rumours. There's there? a lot of rumours, and uh, uh, is, that, uh, is that a win win for him if he ends up getting a big contract and told he can leave in another year? What, what if the Euros are delayed a year? Do you think that factors into the decision? A, a uh, I, think, I think it might do. I think it might do. I think Odson Edward realistically could could out, maybe outside, maybe no, Liverpool. I think he would get into most squads. Spurs should buy him, shouldn't they? Aye, man, you Spurs. Yeah, but Spurs like you say, that's a big worry of mine, though, Chris, because you, know, you want Celtic to go out, sell him for 30 million, but you just know we're no, going to we're going right, scramble about. We're going to. See if Camberry was still at Hibs and Neil Lennon hadn't fallen out with him, we'd Aye. be selling El- Odson Edward and trying to get Camberry or something yeah. like that. That's, that's God, my after worry. I, after that goal he scored against fucking St Johnston, I, would, I wouldn't mind him up front. Man. What a strike that was. Bye, boys. Best players, best players are most important players. I'd say the best players we've got in terms of Sunday's game is going to be, you know, Ryan Kent because him and Morellas, I've got a wee bit of a number on you, um, just played against you. Fuck just, off, Morellas! Alright, he might have no scored, but see the way he ragged all the, the, oh, <laughs> Big Julian last time? Aye, he, he was the whole pivotal thing for that game. He changed mm. the game. Then you have Kent, who you know, always seem to play well against you, always come big in the well, games. Aye. I think Hadji's a, a very important player, but he tends to drift out of games of physicality can, can get him. Aye. But the, the most important player is probably Steve Davis because of the job he does um, and the way he can distribute the ball, the way he does it so quickly. Mm-hmm. If he's on his game, then th- these games, the battles are always won in the middle part. Ryan Jack as well. Ryan Jack seems to play well against Celtic. Aye, he's, he's a big miss, I don't think he's going to make it tomorrow night. He's a man, he is. So that takes us on to the next, like the opposition player you fear the most. Round by fight! Who do you fear for us? Well, it's Hunnels Ease. It's Hunnels Ease. I'm racking my brain here. I can't even <laughs> think of a single guy. I'll be honest. I'll John, be honest. John, cut. <laughs> I d- do you know what? I don't like to come across as a fucking arsehole here, but there's nobody that stands out for me, man. But at some point... Would you have said that before the last Alf- offer? I'm obviously not. If at some point, Alfredo Morelos is going to score a hat-trick against us, that's why I just got one. Right. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen, it's gonna it's gonna come off his arse and go into the top corner or something like that. But see once he breaks his duck, I think that, that could that could spell a wee bit of trouble for Celtic to be honest with you. Who do you play on the right hand side of your three up front? The right up front you've got King Is that Hadji at the, the moment? Hadji and Kent, man. Right. and Kent can rotate. Does Kent because no play on the left? I thought Kent. Aye, but sometimes you rotate. Yeah. The, yeah. I think the big question for Celtic is, and you touched on earlier, Chris, is left back. Aye. You know, I, I, who do we play at left I back? I think Johnny I think he might I think he might stick with Taylor. I, I think that's why play Taylor I think that's why I. Taylor's getting so much game time in. But I agree with you. I think I think Taylor just needs time. I think he's a good player. He, but he played for Kamarnock under Steve Clark. It's not like they were the most attacking side mm-hmm. and we're trying to change him into something different. But I think the reason he's getting more time is um for this game, one eye in this game. But that's the position that worries me, your right hand side of a of a left back position. I think he would be hard you, wouldn't it? Well, we, oh, we, they'll try and get him one in one situations aye, and aye. exploit it down is there. Tavernier going to be playing or is it going oh, to be a poster I hope so probably probably uh, you know what I understand what you're saying you hope so but uh, see Tavernier going forward he's, he's good going forward he's a, he's a bit of a liability sometimes defensively but the problem is with two up front if Tavernier's going forward Edward likes to find those spaces out on the left on their right hand side and then Callum McGregor's brilliant at finding space and linking up there so no. I think 
it'd be interesting to see how Rangers approach the game because like you say they, won't, they only play they play one way and then they just sort of if a player drops out they replace him and more often than not they replace him with a player that's not as good so I think it's going to be an interesting tie but I don't think there's anyone in particular that, that worries me One needs to be said as well as you are struggling with injuries a wee bit just mm-hmm. now you know what I mean so this could be the time for somebody to make their name as a Rangers player yeah. You have to have that next man up mentality if you want to play it, Rangers. Yeah. You know, you get opportunities, you better make sure you date them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. Round six, fight! Right, so round six, troops. What's the score going to be this weekend? I a draw, I think. Aye. I think it'll be a draw. Either that or Shatter are going to win 5 1 again. <laughs> I'd John Wamme, I'm out of here. <laughs> 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 It'll be the Football Daft podcast with Chris Toll. <laughs> Chris Daft. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't know, I think it's a toss up. Depends which. Cel- a prediction, Depends which Celtic turns up. Right, just give your prediction. Four nothing to Celtic. I was trying to be pragmatic, yeah, uh, I'm sitting the fence, but nah, nah. Are you like Steven? I'm going to go 2 1 Rangers, but I do think whatever happens tomorrow night could have an impact mm. um, on the game. You know, d- depending on how much energy we use, depending on, on the kind of result you get, because if you get a good result, mm-hmm. then you're full of confidence going into that game. If you don't get such a good result, you've got to pick the players back up uh, very quickly again. And But mm-hmm. big games hasn't been our problem. That's not why some of these players won't be at Rangers. Aye, that, but we were talking just before we came in, Chris, and that's the thing. Like These Rangers, they turn up for the big games. That's what they seem mm-hmm. to do. It's the other games that have let you down. But that's, uh, that's a big worry for me. Aye, but on the flip side, your, your season could be over by the end of the week. Because yeah. if you lose to us and you lose to Leverkusen, then yeah, you'll remember they've got a second leg. Go on, aye. Right, boys, so to round up the old round-for-round round boxing match, what do you think? Call it a draw? I'll say three each, yeah. Three right. each, a thriller. Aye. Was there six questions, aye? Aye, three. I was just checking you. A three each draw after these seven questions? One was offside. Yeah, they will call it a draw, right? But as you know, Chris, every week on Football Daft, we want to put our guest football knowledge to the test, and this week. It's a bit of a different week, was this? Yes, week, sir. Was this? Yes, sir. So since Rangers and Celtic fans are obsessed with each other, <laughs> may I so the Celtic <laughs> fans obsessed with the Rangers? I'm I'd obsessed say, with right? you, Stevie. Has <laughs> <laughs> he had a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Just wait to have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> right, so due to the whole obsession thing, right, we're going to ask Stephen questions about Celtic and we're going to ask Jamie questions about Rangers. So Chris is going to ask Jamie Rangers questions. Right. I'll ask you the Celtic questions, right? We'll determine who is the winning, who's winning there, la, la, la. who's winning the game this Sunday. Right, so you want to go first, Chrissy boy? I'll go first. Right. right. Um, be prepared, you've got 90 seconds, bro. Okay, right. And 90 seconds. You can't pass. Right. You must, you must give an answer. Even if it, right, okay. Right. Right. For fuck's sake, some of these answers, you have no chance. I've got any chance, I've got any chance. Right, right. Okay. okay. Right, so... The right. time starts. I don't like this first question. Right. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me and laughing about this first question? The first yeah. question should be multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 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 Ready. Three, John. Two, right. one, okay. go. What year were Rangers formed? 2014. Fuck! Who's Rangers top scorer of all time? Uh, pass. Oh, can he pass? Can he pass? Uh, Alan McCoy. Who is Rangers' most expensive signing? Uh, Tory Andre Flo. To the nearest thousand, what is the capacity of Ibrox? 48. What club did Rangers sign Jake Hasty from? Motherwell. Who is Rangers' current shirt sponsor? 32 Red. Who was the sponsor before 32 Red? No, it wasn't Carling. I had Carling. How many trebles have Rangers won? 
None. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Rangers assistant manager? Uh, Gary McAllister. And what year did Rangers win the Cup Winners Cup? 78. What country is Philip Hellander from? Uh, Sweden. Who has he made the most appearances for Rangers? Oh, I'm a coist again. What Rangers record league victory? 7-0. Who succeeded Dick Advocat as manager? Alex McLeish. Who's the oldest player in the Rangers squad? Alan McGregor. Who's the Rangers sporting director? Oh, Ross Thompson. Who was Rangers first manager? Bill Struth. Who's, which celebrity chef once played for Rangers? Ainsley Harriet. And what year were Rangers UEFA <laughs> Cup final runners up? Uh, 2008. Who was the club captain before Tavernier? Uh, oh, Lee Wallace. Is that the first time we've got through every single question? We've asked every question, aye. It's caused quite a lot of times Gredo's reading them. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... That was... 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 Right, and your time starts now. What year were Celtic formed? 1888. Who is Celtic's top, top scorer of all time? Uh, Andy Walker. Who is Celtic's <laughs> most expensive signing? Chris Sutton. To the nearest thousand, what is the capacity of Celtic Park? 60,000. What club did Celtic sign Scott Bain from? Dundee. Who is Celtic's current shirt sponsor? Daffabet. Who was the sponsor before Daffabet? Magnus. How many trebles have Celtic won? Four. Who is Celtic's assistant manager? John Kennedy. In what year did Celtic win the European Cup? 1967. What country is it Jozo Simonovic from? Um, Croatia. Who has made most appearances for Celtic? Billy McNeil. What Celtic's record league victory? 13-0. Who succeeded Joe Venglos as manager? Murder McLeod. Who is the oldest player in the Celtic squad? Scott Brown. Who is Celtic's head of football operations? Fucking know that. Ian Corrington or something like that. Who was Celtic's first manager? Uh, Brother Wolford. Which line of duty star is a Celtic supporter? <laughs> uh, Reg from the Bill. <laughs> <laughs> In what year were Celtic UEFA Cup final runners up? 2003. Who was the club captain before Scott Brown? Uh, Paul Telfer. <laughs> Paul Telfer! Oh, 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 Right, right so that's going to be a close one, I would say. Right, we're going to go through the wrong answers first. Rangers were formed in 1872. Incorrect. Uh, Rangers' top scorer of all time was Jimmy Smith. Um, nearest thousand, it was 51. Rangers signed Jake Hastie for Motherwell. Um, Blackthorne was the, the sponsor. They've won seven trebles. Um, 72, they won the Cup Winners' Cup. Dougie Gray had the most appearances. 10-0 was the record victory. Alec McLeish... Uh, oldest players Alan McGregor You just through all the answers I thought, I thought you got all the answers I thought you are saying that's the ones you got wrong I was uh-huh. like that's every question It's like I got some of them right Fuck it man I can't even believe you said Ainsley Harriet <laughs> Right Celtic's top scorer of all time Jimmy McGrory Go that wrong mate right? uh-huh. Most expensive Close. signing Do you know that boys? Hudson Edward Right uh, Where are we? How many trebles have Celtic won? Five Six it says here Six? I'm no, going to carry on with my wrong right, accent. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. One was during the war, it didn't count. Celtic's record league victory was 11 0 against Dundee. Joe Vengloss, he was succeeded by 
the man who could also rap, John Barnes, <laughs> the oldest player on the Celtic squad, Craig Gordon. Ooh. Celtic's head of football operations. Nicky Hammond. Mm-hmm. Who was Celtic's first manager? Uh, no rap, boys. First manager was Willie Mealy. Right. And I can't, I mean, I can't, your, your answer was absolutely class, Reg for the Bill, but it's actually Martin Compton, right? Who's the legendary <laughs> Celtic supporter? And the club captain before Scott Brown was Stephen McManus. Wait, hold on a minute. Are you no Martin Compton? <laughs> 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 I'm here on the false pretense. <laughs> if I was Martin Compton, I wouldn't be here. Right so, <laughs> right, so the scores are in, troops. Scores are in. The old forum rivalry and all that. Jamie, you scored nine. Okay, respectable. Stephen, we are the people, mate. You scored ten. Oh, there we go. There we go. A victory for the, for the Glasgow's red white boys. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, see if it's 10 9 and something. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be no bad. We can cancel the season no and bad. just go in that game. Uh, we'll just pop in together. <laughs> <laughs> what a game, boys, eh? Back to my man, Gabe. Half a select tap on you, Rangers tap on. Half and half. Ah, I'm off for a double adapter. <laughs> right, troops, honestly, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. A special episode this week, obviously, we've got through for him. I hope. We'll have a safe day and a fun day yes. on Sunday trips. Wash yes. your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Fist bump. No. Uh, <laughs> elbow, pumps in it. El- elbow pumps. Elbow pumps. Love it, boys. Brilliant. Thanks a lot for coming in. Appreciate it. All the best on Sunday. Hope you Thank have a good you. day. Right. <laughs> May the best team win. Yes. Or something. Aye, aye. Say it like that. Enjoy the hospitality. Come on! Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. Right, so Chrissy boy, we didn't have Stevenson's finest ways tonight. We didn't have the big man. He looked a bit. For the top end, he was looking a wee bit worse for real. A bit tired. He's been to the dark side of the noon, but it looks it right enough, man. Is that Pink Floyd album? (laughs) Pink McFloyd. Aye, aye. Pink McFloyd, dark side of the noon. What else to say was Kalil? Kalil Dunoon, he's trying to organise his wrestling show, all that. That's but what do you think we? How do you think we done, producer John? You did very well, boys. Aye, aye. Well, so I can't, I can't wait to hear what Ewan thinks. <laughs> Who? Ewan, who's army? Hey. <laughs> right, no, um, but genuinely, I've I've enjoyed it, mate. We've had a laugh, it, and it was interesting getting the boys in for the podcast. It was definitely. Yeah. Two, do you know what? Two nice guys. Very nice guys. I didn't trust the Rangers one as far as I can throw him, but... It's cause he done you a belter. What did they, no. what did they call him? <laughs> no, I called, him, I called him a midget Fraser Forster and he really? says I was a midget Enrico Anoni. <laughs> but he should have went with Alec Ray, that would have annoyed me a lot more. <laughs> Fucking Enrico Anoni is one of the cult heroes that we talk. In fact, Enrico Anoni better be in that motherfucking boat. <laughs> Aye, I want to pick him out so I can go, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, well, Rico is, and any chance you can fly it, oh, you're in that way. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I've actually absolutely had a ball this week, honestly. Aye, me too, mate, me too. So let us know what you think, troops. Download, subscribe, rate, review, all that jazz. And hope you enjoyed you it as much what, as we man, did. Follow us on social media. Get interacting with us. Aye, go on Twitter. Do you know something? We're the best ones. We're the ones that get back to you on Twitter. We're the only ones, mate. Exactly. We're the only ones. See that great? Don't. Fuck it. I love them, but I can batter fuckers. You know what I mean? Right, troops, all the best. I have been Stephen Purden. I have been three foot ten, and we will see you next week. All the best. <laughs>